0: They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks. Products we love. And brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it.
0: Zozo, how are oh, you?
1: Oh, well, I'm missing you, actually. I feel like it's been long enough now. We, we need to get something in the diary where we just get together and aggressively drink.
0: <laughs> it's been nearly four months, I think.
1: Oh, although we speak to each other about 100 times a day, so I don't feel too bad.
0: No, I know. It's weird. I mean... I guess now we can see each other, can't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. It's
1: happening. It's happening next week. And we've just bought a slip and slide. So I'm calling Axel and Luna on that.
0: Absolutely. We're (laughs) over for the slip and slide. How's it going? Have you finished singing Happy Birthday yet?
1: Oh, my God. How fucking funny is that? I really do feel like um apart from the fact that it's it's very humorous that I'm actually slightly messing up my my son's childhood (laughs) when is he ever gonna know if you're listening you don't know what we're talking about here I have to basically sing happy birthday to Kit every single night five times before he goes to sleep and last night like it was his birthday in April and when it was his actual birthday I was going it's your actual birthday and he was looking at me going just sing me the fucking song (laughs) Um, toddlers get like weird sort of repetition things going on where they just love to hear the same thing apparently so this is and then yeah screaming from his (laughs) cot. one more happy birthday one more happy birthday i was like i'm not singing that to you anymore
0: maybe because birthday singing happy birthday makes him feel like really excited because normally like if he goes to a party or it's someone else's birthday it's always like a really exciting day isn't it do you reckon maybe that's what it is because right so for instance Axel when he was little I used to sing twinkle twinkle little star to him to go to sleep and he absolutely hated it Oh. hated it so then when he went to nursery um like at a year um the teachers were like oh um he really doesn't like the song twinkle twinkle little star <laughs> and I was like and I was like really and they're like yeah every time we sing it he literally throws a massive tantrum really? crying because he obviously then associates that with going to bed so I hope that Kit doesn't do the same oh, with God. happy birthday
1: <laughs> Oh my god basically out of every single future birthday party people are going to sing it to me He's going to go no i'm not going to bed no I don't, like this I don't want to go to sleep no no it's your actual party have a good time oh dear oh, my, my friend god. my friend thinks i should change it to um happy happy days happy yeah. day to you happy day to you but does still loves doing it it's it's not going anywhere fast anyway <laughs>
0: Maybe yeah. you'll have to sing his birthday, you'll just have to change his birthday song rather than like a yes. different one. He could be, he could do happy birthday to, yeah, instead, couldn't he? It? Love? He, loved, be um, right. he
1: loves Britney Spears' Toxic, sung in the voice of the <laughs> Cookie Monster. When I, how <gasps> random is that? I, That's
0: so I- random. oh no, it's not
1: toxic, it's hit me, baby, one more time. That's What well, I, I, how,
0: how did you come to find that out? Is what I want to know. Someone get <laughs> me out of here immediately. I'm <laughs> losing my mind. Um,
1: so we did, um, this is a new look Fridays for us. We've decided that obviously during lockdown, we were doing two podcasts a week, um, getting two different guests on. And we were like, people are getting back to their normal lives, people going back to work. So um, we thought we'd do one main podcast on a Tuesday. And then on the Friday, it's just going to be me and you, Kino, isn't it? And we're going to be talking about a different subject every week. Um, Sometimes we'll throw it out to you guys, if there's a particular subject that you want us to discuss. Today, we thought we'd do a continuation from Tuesday's pod and do more of a sleep chat and answer some of the questions that we didn't get through
0: yeah I mean this episode can be anything really can't it so um, if we're struggling one week then absolutely we'll put it out and you can let us know what you want us to talk about Um, but it'll just be a general chat we'll share like some product recommendations we might chat about what we've been doing in the week um what's yeah. been going on should we chat um, about yeah. the arguments that we're having at the <laughs> moment are you having any at your end we are we sort of keep going in like i reckon i put it into like a month block i reckon we have one week of arguments in a month block that <laughs> makes sense so like <laughs> one week of the month is solid arguing right. and then the other three weeks are like alright
1: Does that revolve around your period at all? Well,
0: James seems to think so, and he is probably right, I would say. Because for about, I reckon for about eight days, I am absolutely horrible. Furious. Yeah, furious. Anything he does, I'm quite tolerant normally but I don't know what it is as soon as I don't know just a few days before my period and then when I'm on my period I'm not the same that's so
1: normal that's so like absolutely and in normal life in inverted commas whatever that is any longer we'd be able to go out and you know go meet some friends or go and do something fun or just kind of have a bit of a change of scenery I know we can start we're starting to get back to you know the, the things that you know the things that we used to do but it has been really challenging like in what world would you spend that
0: amount of time with your partner just at no. home all the time with children around you exactly no exactly And that's what we have to keep reminding ourselves I think is that it's not a normal situation to be in mm. and gosh like when do you ever spend that much time with somebody no. like seriously like even your favorite person in the world is going to yeah. really get on your nerves if you spend yeah. well every single waking yeah. second with them
1: I think I think there's a level of acceptance that has to come with that and I think sometimes I'm probably what well, I am I'm such a such an emotional being and you know one day I'll be the happiest thing in the planet and everything's going great and we have the best day and then the next day I wake up and I just feel really really pissed off for no reason at all and then then we have this sort of awful ridiculous argument about nothing and then it's really hard to get out of that funk when you're just not able to put any other sort of different shades on it you know oh should we go to should we go for the walk again and the kids are like oh I don't want to do the same walk again you know it's been a challenging four months hasn't it let's be honest it,
0: yeah no it really has I'm really looking forward to do you know what just being actually away from James and the kids like yeah just being able to go somewhere and escape um
1: oh now G. like I think you can turn because this is what I'm doing on Sunday I think you can turn around to um to James and say do you know what I'm actually just going to go and visit a mate now um and I'll be back tomorrow
0: yeah (laughs) and I'll be back in two weeks
1: time you will find me drinking the sangrias in any fucking paddling pool that I can find in the area no I think that's fine to do that and I think actually you know as as mothers listen we've talked about this before we are programmed to almost do everything you know yeah juggling 10 things at once we're making the breakfast we're putting the washing on we're doing the cleaning we're wiping the bottoms it's we're sorting out the tantrums we're like super women in that sort of arena but we don't ultimately it's absolutely they they wouldn't think twice our partners wouldn't think twice about turning around to us and going well my husband did it yesterday he was like oh I'm just going to go off and have have dinner with a mate and I was like okay I mean yeah absolutely he should should. but I I was then starting to get quite resentful I was like why am I so annoyed and I was annoyed at myself because I missed out on a picnic that my friends were getting together Uh, last week they all got together and I was like oh no I should probably stay with the kids and dolls and did it I should have gone
0: yeah no that's the thing that's what I do I get resentful about something that I wouldn't not be brave enough to do myself, but I wouldn't think to do myself. and there's no reason why I wouldn't. Like I was I was trying to work it out and the whole of the four months, I have been away from the kids for about four hours. Oh
1: my God, total, maybe
0: not even that. Maybe not even four hours. Apart from in the evenings if I go for a run or whatever. but um, James has no, not even that, I don't think because James took the kids to his sister's house once in the afternoon once and I stayed here and I think we might've been recording the podcast and then I had like a couple of hours to myself. But honestly, I think that is it. Because is is like an
1: amazing, an amazing father and he's a super hands-on dad, but he's not necessarily the dad that would be like, right, come on then kids, let's go off. I'm going to take you out for a few hours and see, Georgie, you have a bit of time. He wouldn't that's not a good no thing. you know some that some not dad, some partners do that but i don't yeah. think Delta doesn't do that either he wants to do stuff all together which is yeah, lovely that,
0: that, that's that and yeah. we're, we're kind of programmed that way as yeah. in we do things together as a family as a family as a family because we're so used to well when i was working monday to friday or monday to thursday yeah. or whatever we were used to only having a sunday together because james yeah. would be playing football on a saturday you know uh, we'd be sort of just ships passing in the week and then so Sunday was always our family time together so we're used to that like doing everything together but mm. now we're spending every second together I think we need to realize that we don't need to do that at all because <laughs> I do you know I took the kids to my friend's house the other day for the whole yeah. day yeah, I, I, I always take the kids off by myself uh, yeah. and I don't think once about doing that but we don't do it the other way around <laughs>
1: It's really interesting, isn't it? The cycle yeah. behind that. I reckon there's going to be a lot of people that are nodding their heads at the moment. It's very, yeah. very, interesting. But then I start looking inside myself and I say, is that something to do with me? You know, am I not setting enough boundaries? Let's go back to this boundaries thing. You know, we did that amazing podcast with Caroline Brisson and I feel like I've taken, I've actually had a healing session with her since.
0: Oh and, yeah, tell us
1: about that. Oh my God, it was so incredible. So it was over Zoom. I, I'm holding on to a lot of stuff from my childhood Um with regards to my mum and dad and their relationship and some traumas that I went through as a teenager. And then the fact that I fell off the the rails massively and, you know, just got into all sorts of destructive behaviour. And then when my dad died, the way that my mum acted, you know, she had a new partner very quickly. And I just felt I'm holding on to a lot of stuff. And I'm really trying to process it. When my dad died, I had, you know, two years of therapy, did a lot of work. But there was definitely some Anxiety there around my parenting and the fears and the things that my mum did. I was very like acutely aware that I didn't want to pass those on to Luna. Um, Yeah. So and and one of them is feeling abandoned. And look, I had an amazing childhood, so my mum didn't abandon me. But but there were elements of her parenting which I probably didn't feel like I got enough. And I've said this to her. And so what was fascinating was or what is fascinating is that I cannot say no to the kids. I cannot to the point where, you know, they are taking and sapping everything from me. And eventually I lash out, uh, go away, leave me alone, shut up, get off me. And I'm like, that's not kind. That's not the way to do it. I, what I need to do is say, right, Mummy's working out now. So I need 30 minutes, I'll put them in front of a film or do reading eggs or building blocks or whatever it is and just set, whereas I just let them crawl all over me and use me as a tower. And Caroline just basically said to me, this is about you feeling that if you say no to the kids and put them yeah. down for seconds, they they're going to feel that they're not loved. And it was like, bang, I just burst into tears. Oh,
0: that is so interesting, oh. isn't it?
1: I could not Gosh. stop crying. She did a meditation with me where she took me through this forest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you either believe in this stuff or you don't, but I I really do. And, like, we did this inner child work where I found, like, the 14-year-old me, and I, I put me and her in a bubble, and I hugged her, and we went off together, and I told her that she was safe. And, I mean, I was just bawling my eyes out, absolutely, like, uncontrollably bawling my eyes out. Um, oh, my goodness. And I feel really good since then. I feel like I've really got, like, in the morning, I'm saying my affirmations where I'm like, you know, I'm enough, and... Um, you know my kids are loved and all these things that I have to sort of go through and I just yeah. I just feel better in general I feel less an- anxious and I feel able to be like no this is my time now that's absolutely yeah. fine. you guys are okay for half an hour you just
0: crack on with what you're doing and you know
1: you can't give them everything for 40 an no. to a
0: and, and also I think it's really good to encourage them to play independently I remember reading something not that long ago which was saying our children like our generation of children are never bored because they've got so much to occupy them kids tv Mm. is on every hour of the day they've got so many games they've got so many toys like I remember you know being at home when I was young and just sort of like laying on the sofa and being bored and I don't think it's really affected me. No. And so I've been really conscious about that. Um, trying to, yeah, exactly not give everything and, and be like, no, do you know what? I've got to do, I, you know, I've got to go and load the dishwasher and I've got to do this. And I'm sorry, I can't be with you right now. But I can't, you know, if I don't do this now, I'm going to be doing it tonight. And I, that's my time. So yeah. um, it's not happening. Yeah, I know. It's really difficult. It is so difficult um, to so do that. But you exposure. have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think I really do genuinely think like, one of the best things you can do for your children is teach them to be independent. Mm. Like, because uh, what, what, we, like, I always think, what are we, you know, what are we doing when we're raising children? We're teaching them to be good adults, right? That's what yes. our whole, that's the whole thing. And so, a part of being a good adult is being independent and being yeah. able to do something by yourself. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I totally mess this up all the time. Like, we're trying, you know, I'm, I'm useless when it comes to Axel dressing himself. I'll, obviously he he's dressing himself but I'm itching because it's taking him so long to like mm. to just step in and do it for him but then I think you've got to remind yourself like no no they don't need me all the time yeah. I can't do everything um but yeah it's, a it's, learning just, curve it's for us as well yeah
1: you know, we, spend, know. we spend the first however many years doing absolutely everything for them Eat, yeah sleep Breathing them, you know, watching them when they're asleep, rocking them when they're sad, feeding them, changing them. It's, it's, wow, like what head fuck is that? And then for up, then go, actually, no. Like Luna says, she did the same thing to me this morning. She she chooses her clothes and gets herself dressed. And I was brushing her hair and she was like, I don't need help. And I was like, you can't do it. And then in my head, I was like, God, God, what is wrong with me? I was like, of course you can do it. Of course you can do it. And if you, if you don't brush the whole of your hair, doesn't matter because you've brushed yeah. your hair and you're going to take a sense of pride from that. But I definitely think parenting, God, just this learning curve constantly that we're going through, these mountains that we have to climb. And you really have to look at yourself in the mirror and really go on the journey as they learn. You learn. You know, I know.
0: I know. It's so difficult. It is so difficult. But I guess stripping it back to basics and thinking, right, what is my job here? What actually is my job here? Yeah. My job is to do this. That's what I try and do when it all becomes too much for me. I'm like, oh, everything's everywhere and I want to be doing this and I want to be with them. And right, what's my job? OK, let me just think about what my job is for a second. <laughs> yeah. That's when, my, yeah. What do you to yourself when you ask yourself that question? What What comes up? I literally just think, what, what is my purpose to these children? My purpose is to make sure they're loved, to make sure, you know, they have... you know the things that they want to be become good adults to become kind to oh and then I then I strip it back and I think oh okay so it doesn't really matter if you know Axel's doing some painting and I'm loading the dishwasher because that's fine he you know he's learning to be by himself he'll have to be by himself in you know when he's older I mean I'm not saying that I'm I'm gonna let him walk off to the shops at four years old but you know uh, that's I guess that's always in my mind now is independ- you know, independence. I don't know. I just yeah, I think what is yeah, my job I think is it's. Good yeah, what is my person, job? Like well, what is my job? What's my purpose? Um yeah. But I don't know,
1: I don't know. I had such yeah. a, a <laughs> trying day yesterday where I, I did I just felt I just feel we've again we've we talk about everything. We've discussed yeah. the feeling of trying to do everything but not doing everything particularly well and i think yeah. you know there's no there's no handbook to this job yeah what is my job absolutely but am i getting my job right like am yeah. i messing up these children are, are they going to i know you can't think about the future because we only have today we have to stay in the present and all we can do is take it in small bite size chunks and I say that to myself daily and I think actually the pandemic with coronavirus has taught us that we can't plan we can't book a holiday we can't make plans we have to just live it day by day and that's that's been really for me it's been quite freeing in a way Um, yeah but at the same time I think because of my upbringing and because of my anxiety around my mum I just I really am acutely aware of getting it wrong with Luna because I know what I did and what I did was very destructive, and it had a. But bit Luna's of, not, not you. Nervous. I mean, she
0: is you How in lots of it. ways, but mm. she's not. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same. I have that thing as well. That like, there's always patterns, you know. If yeah. someone's did, if someone's done this, and then I do that, then that means I'll be like that. I always yeah. think like that, but I'm trying to break that too. It is, um, it's really important. Really yeah, important.
1: and I, and I'm I really do think about that, and, and and absolutely, we're not the same person, and you know. It... Oh.
0: We're always we gonna be mothers? Oh <laughs> no, Exactly.
1: And that's and that's it now. <laughs> <laughs> and how um, how's the sleep situation going? I mean, we don't we we, we obviously really hate having this conversation because when we do talk about it, things go wrong. But is G you don't really talk about Gigi sleeping.
0: Is she sleeping through? Yeah, she. I mean, I've. Oh, yeah. We had that blip, didn't we, at four months old? Yeah. Um, where I think it was about ten days or something. She wasn't sleeping very well. I don't know. Some experts will tell you there's no such thing as a, a four month sleep regression. Some experts will tell you there are. Um, I. Think to be honest with you, it was just that I changed her to powdered milk and her tummy couldn't digest it. And as soon as I, I mean, I tried the Neocate okay and stuff, didn't I? But I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get her to drink it, so that th- I couldn't. I couldn't do it. She wouldn't drink it. So I went back to um, just your the pre-made bottles of Hip Organic, yeah. and um, I started sleeping her on her tummy, which I know is super controversial against the government um, guidelines. and And against government guidelines completely but I just was thinking back to when she was sleeping really well when she was you know at the beginning and I was thinking she always was on her tummy in the day always always on her tummy because I was always with her so I felt comfortable um so then I just decided you know what I'm sleeping next to her you know she's in a side by side crib yeah I've got an under sense I've got a mattress under sensor so I, I guess I decided that Sleep's really important to both of us. And if this was going to be the way that she's comfortable sleeping, then that was going to have to be it. And do you know what? After four months... I reckon she could obviously she could roll herself over at four months as well no, so yeah, if she yeah that. I couldn't control it I just let it be and then honestly since then she's been a really good sleeper. Is she still I think, in your room or is she in her own room? No 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 no. as soon as we moved it moved to the yeah. new house in December she went into her own room I definitely I would have put her in her own, own room earlier but obviously I knew we were moving house sure. um but I do think with Gigi and I uh, I get so many questions about, oh, what's her routine? What's this? I think sometimes you do get children who are good sleepers. And I do think, in comparison to Axel, I have not had to work as hard as I had to with Axel on on the routine. At all, I think she is... I'm fortunate right now, you know, if, and things can change, can't they all the time? Um, but I'm fortunate right now that I think she is one of those children who is good at sleeping. Yeah,
1: brilliant.
0: But the, do you know what I was thinking the other day, my friend is having a baby and she, her last, this is her third and so you'd think, you know, third child, you might not feel yeah. anxious about sleep. She's totally, you know, I, I need, I need the baby to sleep. She, I, I don't know what to do because her last child was a bad, bad, bad sleeper, um, and she was asking me like, well, but what did you do? Like, you know, ha- what, what have you done with both of your kids? What's been the, what's been the consistent pattern? Give me the magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, sleeper. that's what you do, isn't it? That's what yeah. you just want to get the knowledge from everybody to find out what they've done, yeah. and I think that. only thing I I did the same the same with Axel and Gigi um was from day one when we came back from the hospital I taught them night and day yeah that's it that's it that's it and I think that's if anyone ever asks I think every child is different completely and different techniques work for different people and there is no rule but I think that might be the one thing that makes the difference from the get-go is teaching them night and day would you agree
1: I completely agree with you and I think we definitely tried to do that as well I think the the second thing that I would always say to people is if you can leave emotions at the door you are a better sleep trainer and that is really difficult because when you hear your baby crying, the only thing you want to do is rush to them. I would say a high percentage of the time, they're only crying because they want your attention for a second and actually they're not in any discomfort. They're not too hot. They haven't done a poo. They don't need any milk and actually they just just want you there to pat their back and that's fine and if you want to be in the room with them and pat their back till they fall asleep, that's totally fine as well. But there are other ways of looking at it, you know, like Luna's waking Kit up every night because she's worried that there's a bloody daddy long legs in her room and there isn't even one in there. <laughs> um, when when Kit wakes up, he's just, "Mummy, I want to cuddle, I want to cuddle. And I just don't go in because it, it takes 45 seconds of him saying that and then he goes back to sleep. So I think you know your own child. Some people yeah. in straight away, pick them up, and then you might have you know, half an hour of trying to resettle them. So, yeah. I you know, I've, I've definitely got a friend of mine um, who, she, you know, her kids are in her bed every single night and she's up and down playing musical beds and round and round and missing half of her evening
0: with, with her husband. And,
1: you know she's not happy now
0: yeah and that's fine <laughs> if that works for you like yeah. well, absolutely but if it doesn't then it doesn't need to be that way I think that's always a thing isn't it but Whatever.
1: Honest, yeah yeah ne- ne- neither Georgia and I have the answers my yeah. you know and we would love someone to just um uh, give them to us
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's <laughs> yeah. what Kit's routine at the moment because I'm Gigi's just yeah. turned one and oh. I'm like oh do what was it again? What happens at one? Do they yeah. drop their morning nap? What happens? What's Kit's routine now? Because he's just turned two. He's just he? turned so two, yeah.
1: So he's, he's, he generally usually sleeps to between he was he went through a period when we moved house but I think he was just a bit unsettled of waking at about half five you know touch wood at the moment it's between half six and seven o'clock he woke up at ten past seven this morning so that was amazing lovely I know yeah. Luna obviously not but um but one of them um, <laughs> and he has one nap a day and I normally get him down after his lunch and that can be between any time between 12 and 1 30 I'll put him down for a sleep and he sleeps um generally between an hour and two hours Depends oh. on what sort of a night he's had. And then that's it. You know what? He's, he's really great. I don't think he's going to be napping in the day for too much longer. I reckon we've probably got another six months in us. Because yeah. he's just, if he doesn't, on, on the odd day that he doesn't have a nap, he's totally fine
0: yeah that's it's it's so weird isn't it because Axel Mm. up until three he absolutely had to have a nap during the day and even still now like if he hasn't you know if he's had a couple of late nights or something he's got to catch up on it he is useless without without sleep but um yeah like because Gigi's still having her morning sleep at the moment yeah and she Um, she just turned one yeah, she definitely needs it. But it's interesting like I said, um I mentioned it on Instagram. We've we've found somebody to have the kids a couple of mornings a week oh, so that oh, we can get the work done. And she said to me, "Oh, um is she having a morning nap because Gigi was asleep when she came round. And I said, "Oh, yeah, yeah, she still has a morning nap and then she has her afternoon nap." And she was surprised. And I was like, "Oh, did she do did, did they not have it at one?" But I guess if she's oh. tired and she's still, um, you know, still having an afternoon nap and still being asleep yeah. at six, six yeah, yeah, thirty yeah, yeah, yeah. in the evening, then she then she's got to keep it. I mean, to I mean, be she can, with knap, you know, I she can nap morning. all day if she wants.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. she to sleep all day. If it's working for you, then it's. Then I think that's absolutely fine. I think you'll start noticing if she's starts becoming a bit trickier at bedtime to get down because I think the other day you you recorded something you did something on stories and she was still asleep at about half past four five o'clock and yeah and and then went back to sleep at 6 30. I mean that's mad isn't it people are looking people are listening to you going oh, uh, yeah but must the <laughs> bed. No, I'm <laughs> so we'll be back right after this
0: Now, where were we? George? do you want to get in and
1: um, do some of these questions quickly?
0: Yes, let's do them. Um, when to start introducing a nighttime routine? This is from Annie Jones. Well, hello to Annie. Um really great question I would say my advice on it is
1: that don't really worry worry about it for the first kind of 12 uh, 10 to 12 weeks I think at that point you're just kind of like finding your feet with things you know some people like Georgia definitely you introduced a routine a little bit earlier didn't you yeah
0: eight
1: nine weeks I was gonna say
0: with Gigi it was two weeks I mean that seems really young to be introducing routine yeah but it wasn't um I think What do you mean The bath bottle bed. Yeah, I mean, I did that from probably, I probably did that from day one, bath, bottle, bed, because I was doing it with Axel. But yeah. I think sometimes it, it, it happens naturally. Your yeah. bedtime routine happens naturally, but I yeah. think you don't need to be like dictated by a routine very early. I think yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, I agree with you. And obviously if you've got, an,
1: if you've got another child, and, you know, an elder sibling, then they're going to be doing that bath, bath, boob or bath, bottle, bed, whatever you're choosing. Um, then, yeah. So I'm, um, look, maybe between kind of six and 12 weeks you should be thinking about it and you know it it depends on whether you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding I think because obviously breastfeed breastfed babies they're going to be still be waking up throughout the night and some bottle fed babies will sleep straight through so yeah I, I, I remember when I took kit off the boob and put him onto the bottle at 10 weeks and he slept straight through the night and yeah they just get more they just get more full on the formula don't they so it really depends on your situation but you know I think between kind of six and 12 weeks you should start thinking about it
0: yeah and just when it feels right for you I think that that's when when you decide you need a bit of structure and you need a bit of time especially in the evenings that's always the hardest thing I think especially when you first become a parent you realize when especially when they're downstairs with you and stuff yeah. you think gosh I haven't had any time by myself and I think when you start needing that that's when you think right okay now it's time to put them down to bed at night and I come downstairs or go in the living room or wherever and have yes. that space yeah um, um
1: from um Harriet hello to you how long should my nearly two-year-old be napping for each day well mm. we've just we've just kind of talked about this haven't we but obviously kits too and he goes down for between anywhere well basically between an hour and two hours and 15 minutes and it varies every single day so I give him his lunch and then I put him down straight away after that and it just depends on how his night's been and how much sleep he needs to catch up on but if I can get him to an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes I'm quite happy if he does two two hours and 10 minutes that is an absolute win as well so yeah
0: I think you'll just know won't you from your child like if they seem ratty and irritable then they need more sleep
1: yeah, and um, also, <clears throat> sorry to interrupt, but some of some of the babies that are sort of two or toddlers from two start waking up after their naps after about half an hour, and uh, that is just the worst. But um, I, but my advice then is just to
0: leave leave them to cry out; they'll go back in. We were having a yeah. bit. Um, I'm not sure who this one is from because the profile name I don't think is the name. But anyway, number one, my son wakes up during the night and can and can be wide awake. What do I do? Do I let him wake up, run around, then go back down, leave him to cry? Happens a lot. I mean, I would say I, I would never let my kids come out of the room during the night. No,
1: and I'm the same as you but yeah i'm the, you know what this is such a personal thing and it's so hard for us to sit here and say this is what you should and shouldn't do but yeah. maybe you could try this right so go in um and do your kind of sleep trigger phrase whatever that is mine is it's night night now night night kit yeah. it's night night now night night kit and then i just pat him on the back i lay i say lay down it's night night now night kit and i walk back out again i never pick him up out of his cot and never bring him into the bed with us. And yeah. that's just, there are rules. They're just our family rules. You might have different ones. I think letting them kind of run around in the middle of the night is kind of saying it's okay to do whatever they want at that time. The, the nighttime is for sleeping. So if you can kind of be a bit more structured on that, that might help you out.
0: Georgia? Yeah, no, that's absolutely, that's what I agree. I've always been, as um, like I said, from, from day one, nighttime is nighttime and daytime is daytime. And I think that's that's how we've always been so we yeah we don't let the children come out of the rooms during the like during the night if they wake up um so no no I I don't do that but yeah I guess it's just personal choice isn't it really it's it's whatever works for you this is from Agnes improving short daytime naps baby sleeps through the night well, congratulations on getting your yeah. baby to sleep
1: through the night. That is an absolute win. Um we hear this quite a lot actually, that babies that sleep through the night aren't particularly good at napping in the day. Um and consistency with the naps in the day is absolutely key, apparently. Um so and as and as I said, some babies will wake kind of twenty or thirty minutes into their nap, start screaming, and then you know, because we want to go and be there for them and check on them, obviously, we go in and then it starts off the cycle and we might pick them up and then they're, you know, in and out. Generally, if you just go in, check that they're not too hot. They haven't done a poo. They don't need anything like water or anything like that. I don't know how old this baby is particularly. Yeah, it's hard, now. isn't it? When you,
0: we don't know the age. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: Generally, if you go in, rub the back, shh, 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 it's nighttime now, it's nap time now. And then straight back out of the room, the baby will go back in. But it's really yeah. hard and you're probably going to have to go through a bit of like, you know, crying out and controlled crying at that point. But generally, if, you know, if you want to go in and check or you can see on the monitor that they're absolutely fine, I would just leave them and generally they go back to sleep.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if if it's a baby, as in like a tiny baby is perseverance isn't it it's like if they're under one perseverance with short short daytime naps personally it's just perseverance just like you said keep going in but I guess if they're older like over two two and a half it might be about um only having one nap a day or changing your naps I I mean it's hard when when you don't know the age yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but what you know whatever you do i they're sleeping through the night Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, This is Josie.
1: help how to stop early risers? 20 month old
0: oh Josie the early rising chat Georgia oh gosh I don't I don't know the answer to this yeah. we we used to I remember like a couple of years ago Zoe and I thought we'd cracked the early early waking didn't juice? we it was like cherry juice socks don't give them a bottle in the morning <laughs> um, I do remember that with Axel when when he dropped his morning bottle, he yes. started waking up later. I do yeah. remember that, yeah. Um, and that did work for a while, but I think everything works for a while. And you know what? Like, one of the things that Dr. Carp said that I kind of really agree with is that some people just wake up early, don't they? Well, like, and- think of your mates. Mm. There will be like I'm an early riser, naturally an early riser. I go on a girls' holiday and I've been at the pool for four hours before my friends have even woken up. That's because you're not having as much fun as you should be. You know? <laughs> no, fun. do you know you say that? You can ask, you can <laughs> ask my friends. I will be out the same amount of time. I, I, I'm like a child. I can be up till whatever time, but I still wake up at the same time the next day. I, I just always have
1: the number one cause um, for early <laughs> risers the reason for an early riser is overtiredness, right? So if your child is overtired, for whatever reason, they might have dropped their daytime nap completely at two and a half, three, Um, they might have had a late bedtime for because, you know, you're out seeing some friends having a barbecue, whatever it is, if they go to bed outside of their normal routine, they will tend to wake up early. This theory about putting your children to bed later means they wake up later it's no yeah, yeah I you don't put your child yeah. to bed generally the better it is for them so I think if you can be really structured with that daytime uh that nighttime routine people talk about blackout blinds that absolutely I think works a treat in the summer yeah the problem with blackout blinds with us is that Luna likes to sleep with a with a lamp on no there's a I no mean need for it. Um, and then I think, you know, obviously making sure that people say having a lot of protein for dinner really helps because sometimes early wake ups are due to hunger. Um, or yeah. having their dinner slightly later and then maybe a snack before bed that's, you know, that's kind of protein heavy, that is also quite a good one. Um, but I think yeah, it's and then and then a tiny bit of it has to be and I'm learning to do this has to be acceptance of the early rising. Yeah. I'm not over it. I'm not over it and I don't think really <laughs> really. but we, we have good days and bad days.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could talk about sleep and sleep problems and everything to do with sleep all day yeah do you know what georgia we
1: absolutely could talk about this all day long but we've run out of time and we were thinking we have a minute podcast and it's
0: been a 40 (laughs) minute one we've just rambled on that was so nice i love that (laughs) oh me too i think we could maybe just finish with our products our our favorite sleep products yeah let's do it i think for me the number one is a white noise machine oh my god
1: yes and do you know what yeah we've been sleeping the last couple of nights with these dyson fans and oh yes and the kids and the kids you know that we've had a, we've had a later wake-up call so maybe
0: it's yeah that. yeah it probably I mean I've stopped using a white noise machine and then re- since we've been having the work done on the house and there's constantly banging and crashing and everything when Gigi's been having a nap, naps so I've been using white noise again and it's that's been brilliant good really good we use the Marpak white noise machine it's just like a little one you get it on Amazon um mm. it's round and it stays on because that's that that's the most important thing with the white noise machine is that it's it keeps going it doesn't switch off yes
1: I I, I really like the um the baby pillow spray from cow shed um yeah loves it on her pillow I just put it by her bed she's got a little bedside table I just spray it on her pillow I'm not sure if it's working um but she loves the smell of it and I'm like it's kind of like another nighttime trigger for her so
0: yeah that's what I think with those pillow sprays definitely there's some there's some other ones aren't there but it's like I don't who knows if it necessarily helps them go to sleep but it is just another thing in that bedtime routine isn't it yeah. that they that they can do that will calm them down yeah yeah love that another one is a grow bag or a sleeping bag or yes. something like that just i know with gigi i've tried it especially now it's really really hot not putting her in something not putting her in a bag she will not go to sleep it is it's fully part of our routine we have to put her in something yeah. so i use the grow bags and i've got just a, a 0.5 Really, really thin one, and I put her in that in just a nappy at the moment. But I do think that's enough; na- makes them feel secure. And then in the winter, um, they they don't get cold because they're they're in it. So. Um, definitely yep. a sleeping yep. bag yeah we love yeah. those as well
1: so, yeah, another product which seems to be working with Luna at the moment um, is the Linda Star glow in the dark stars and we've just and there's a moon that comes with it as well I just got them on Amazon but we've just put it above her bed on the ceiling um, and then we've like dotted the stars all the way around her room and it just gives her a little bit of extra light without being too invasive and obviously she's Luna which is the moon so every <laughs> night before bed she's like that's me That's so cute. That
0: is so sweet. In the
1: room is quite nice.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the thing with sleep is like you can throw all the products at it, can't you? But essentially it comes down to, for us, like a good routine they have enough sleep um, and they're and not overtired luck. yeah a and luck. a bit of luck exactly
1: <laughs> um, yes. so listen have an amazing weekend enjoy it We're <laughs> with do. another big podcast for you which we cannot wait to share with you it's such a lovely chat this one so have a good one um, as absolutely always,
0: um, yeah please do rate review and subscribe and you can drop us a message at made by mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman
1: yeah and we enjoy the sunshine this weekend drink a lot of rose and we'll see See you on Tuesday. Yes,
0: yeah, see you Tuesday. See you then planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen.